You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Hey, welcome back. Here we are for the Gospel Project for Students Leader Training Podcast. My name is Andy, and I have with me Amanda. Hey, guys. And so we are your Gospel Project for Students team, and we are talking about Unit 21, Session 3 today. And so, yeah, so we're walking through. We're almost done wrapping up the spring 2020 quarter. we got a couple sessions left. And uh, the title for this session is Jesus Teaches About the New Birth. And we are in John chapter 3. So this is a very familiar story, uh, this narrative of Jesus sort of uh, having this evening encounter with Nicodemus. And Nicodemus is coming to him. He's a religious leader and ha- having these questions. And, and Jesus responding, you know, about, about, uh, about really what – the new birth looks like what regeneration, what what transformation, uh, uh, gospel transformation in the heart of a person looks like, and so, um, and so yeah, so that kind of gets to our main point that we're going to be uh, zeroing in on. The new birth is God's supernatural transformation in the hearts of people. So that's kind of what we're describing as the new birth, right? And so this this new birth language, you know, it's not necessarily the language that we use all the time for sure, uh, and you probably you know it's not something that you're talking to your students, at least, you know, the new birth type language, you know. But nevertheless, I mean, this is the biblical language, and we want to uh, just help explain it, you know, to the point to where students can understand it. And so, yeah, I mean, this is something that God does. This is the work of regeneration. Uh, this is the work of, you know, of conversion that takes place uh, in, in the hearts of God's people. And so uh, one thing that you would definitely want to uh to talk about with with your group is um you know just the sort of the the difference here that we have between nicodemus being this religious leader and not really knowing how to have a a right relationship with god so here you know he he recognizes that there's something unique about jesus he recognizes that that he is someone um, from god you know he he recognizes his uh, authority uh he recognizes the fact that god has sent him uh, and yet, you know, he's supposed to be the one with with a lot of the answers, right? For, for uh, being one of the religious leaders of his day, but yet he's, you know, you know, in, in secrecy, probably in, under the uh, uh, darkness of cover. You know, he kind of meets with Jesus. You know, maybe he doesn't want to be exposed. Uh, but nevertheless, I mean, at least he's honest. He doesn't know the answers, and so he meets with Jesus. He wants to know the answers. He's asking just very open uh, conversations to Jesus, and, and Jesus is having a frank and open conversation. Uh, with with him and uh, and you know it's just I think the important thing is is that you know um, Nicodemus obviously being a, a, a probably a well respected religious leader had a lot of things going right in his life right um, he probably was doing all sorts of things right you know he probably when it came to just like doing good I'm sure. Yeah. You know, from a worldly perspective, he was at the top of the list. Had all the boxes checked. Yeah, yeah. And so, but but that's a point that we want to draw students to. Like, look, it, that stuff doesn't matter in the sense in which you think it matters. Like, it doesn't matter in the sense of if you think that it's going to actually make you right with God. Uh, now, obviously, that stuff does have a role to play uh, as a response to being saved, as a response to having God's work of grace in our life. We want to, because we were created for good work, sure. You know, we, we are told that in Ephesians 2. But look, as a response to God's grace, not as a way to earn God's grace. And so, you know, all of the religion, all of the right things that you think that, you know, and, 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 and religion 
um, it can be so dangerous because it can again get so close to the truth, you right. know. Um, and, and, but you know, religion is like one of those things that, that some people, you know, can turn to on that horizontal plane that we were talking about earlier and trying to find their identity or, or trying to find their worth and their value. Uh, because they see in religion just a, a, another list of things that they can do in and of themselves, in their strength. And uh, and if they do that, A, B, and C, then their relationship with God is X, Y, and Z. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's just so important because our students, I mean, a lot of your students will probably have – you know, grown up in church and, you know, got saved at VBS at the age of seven or six. And mm-hmm. um, and yet there has been something that's lacking in their life, and that's the transforming work of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, they can be religious. They can have all the right answers. They can have scripture memorized and have perfect church attendance. But if they don't have the work of the Spirit and that new birth and that transforming, you know, uh, work of the Spirit in their hearts, then there isn't going to be the fruit of the Spirit in their life, and there isn't going to be that lasting change that Nicodemus was looking for himself. Like, obviously, he went to Jesus because he knew something was lacking. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that that's that's definitely kind of where the conversation needs to go. Um, And, you know, just the fact that, like, like, this is a gift. It's a gift of God. It's not the work of, 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 um, natural man, as we kind of point out on page 111, uh, it's not something that we can do in and of ourselves. We, we can't, um, orchestrate or manipulate or fabricate, um, the work of God in someone's heart. Only we can do is point people to Jesus who can change hearts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, but that's the responsibility of all of us to get the message of the gospel out because it's the message of the gospel. It's the gospel. It's Jesus. It's it's the person and work of Jesus. It is, you know, the spirit of God working in the hearts of someone using the word of God. It, it's it's God's work that he's doing. Yes, we, we see this human side to the coin of salvation for sure and repentance and belief. Yes, we can talk about that and we have already, but there's also this other side in which, you know, look, like God is the primary one who is working in our hearts to soften our hearts, to kind of turn our hearts from stone into hearts of flesh. Because obviously we're sort of bent inwardly, right? And we yeah. don't have a natural inclination to love God and the things of God. And so that has to change. And the only person that can do that is God. And we see this just from Jesus. I mean, Jesus' comments, um, you know, the wind blows where, you know, <laughs> it wants to blow. And and uh, and so, yeah, so there's, there's lots of really cool things that we learn about uh, this transformative work of God in the hearts of his people in this session. So, yeah. So, um, well, I believe that that's probably all that you need to have a, an effective lesson. Yeah, it's great stuff. Yep. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, so you guys have a great session. We will see you here next time for our very last session of the spring 2020 quarter, and that will be Unit 21, Session 4. So thanks for being with us. Thanks. Thanks.